And we're back for another episode of the Draper Dialogues here on the AWF Facebook page, on our podcast feed, on YouTube. We're so excited to have you back with us, and we're excited to be back in live action with the American Wrestling Federation and to join me as we preview the card upcoming this Saturday, none other than AWF's Prince of Party, Downtown Petey Brown. Petey, welcome back to the Draper Dialogues. Good to be back. I'm glad to be back to the DJ party. How you been? You know, it's it's something else. When we started this whole endeavor, uh, we were just lamenting the fact that we didn't have any live AWF action in the future at all. I know that when I had interviewed JDX on a episode of the program, he mentioned that he was hoping it would be 2020 when we'd, he'd have the opportunity to put his title belt on the line. It looks like, if but for one day, we will have AWF wrestling action coming up. Beyond that, though, PD, how are you doing? Are you keeping the party going? Have you had the opportunity to have some fun this summer here in the state of Minnesota? I have had the opportunity to have some fun. Of course, it's summer in Minnesota. You have to get out. You have to have a little bit of fun. You have to do it safely. But it's been a great time. Uh, definitely miss wrestling a lot. But been video editing on my channel, PD Party Videos. Uh, ah, that's yes. kind of a replay. I got cheap plug. Had to get that in there. Um, it's, I've had, had a lot of fun at that. You were in one of them, which was a lot of fun. Thank you for contributing. Um, you found out where the party was at that day. Um, but yeah, just staying busy, staying in shape and, uh, getting ready to get back in the ring, get my AWF TV title back from the notorious Nick Nelson. All right. And that match will be taking place this coming Saturday evening, seven o'clock. We're going to be heading to Furlong's T-Bar. It's on Highway 10 in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, not too far from the Twin Cities, just about 30 minutes east of Hastings and we cannot wait to be back with live AWF action. You know, it's going to be outside. You know, that's if you look at the space on Google Maps, you will see that there is plenty of room for social distancing, plenty of opportunity for there to be safety in. We got to be honest, there there've been other opportunities we've had this summer to not just have wrestling action in the state of Wisconsin, but even in the state of Minnesota. But we thought, you know, it probably wasn't right, probably wasn't safe. And now we are finally in a position where I think we're able to have wrestling action back in front of a live crowd. I hope so. Um, I know talking with the venue, talking with Tony and talking with the rest of the AWF uh, crew, uh, we definitely want to make sure you know, that the crowd is safe, all the fans are safe, that the workers are safe, and we put safety measures in place to do our best. Obviously, uh, there's things always continually changing with COVID, with new updates, new news, uh, new regulations. Just last uh, week, Wisconsin you know, locked down some of their regulations de- uh, dealing with COVID. So uh, we're just staying flexible. We know it's going to be trial and error. Not everything's going to be 100%. But on the front end, we want to set these rules out or these uh, regulations. We're trying to, to again, keep the fans safe, keep our locker room safe. Um, and yeah, just put have, give us a break from this stressful, stressful 2020 and enjoy some wrestling again. And again, hopefully not spreading COVID. Absolutely right. And, you know, like we said, we're going to ask that folks wear a mask. You know, yes. I think right now here in August, 
I don't think that should be all that controversial of an ask of folks. And then, they definitely, yeah, they should definitely uh, bring a mask, wear a mask. There will be masks available, but there could be, you know, it's always good to just bring your own um, just in case you can save one for someone who doesn't have a mask. Um, but if you bring one for the whole family and at least wear it uh, before you get to your seats, if you want to wear it in your seats, even better, but at least just wear it to your seats just to stop the spread or any risk of, you know, getting someone else sick. And then just some other common sense to, stuff too. Like if you're not feeling well, think you might be running a fever, you know, you can stay home and there will be other AWF action in the future at some point. You know, we're all excited to be back and we know our fans are going to be too, but it's not the end of the world. You know, you can feel free to just maybe join us at a future event if you're not feeling the best on Saturday. We would certainly encourage folks. Two things. There will be future events and the show will be recorded. So if you miss it, we'll have a recording of it. So please, please stay home if you're not feeling good. For Don't be a party pooper and don't get other people sick. Don't do that. And then the other big one that we want to just verify here that folks understand, you know, generally when we're in these smaller venues, you know, pans are jammed shoulder to shoulder. In this instance, though, we'd ask that you maintain that six feet apart. There'll be plenty of room to spread out and we don't need to get anyone, any infections at all spread throughout the crowd. We want to have everyone have a great, fun, safe time here with this event coming up on Saturday. Absolutely. The plan right now is to at least have a barrier between the fans and the ring, just keep the wrestlers safe and also uh, spread out the chairs. Again, we're outside. Just like you said, DJ, it's a big area. So we're able to spread out the chairs. Uh, you can sit with your friends, sit with the family that you came with. Um, you can yell at people across the ring. If one person roots for, you know, Airwolf and Angel, the other uh, roots for Levy and uh, Riley Jackson. But just no, just we'll have some space to keep it safe. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. And, you know, I bet there's fans among us that wish we would just say to hell with all the safety, just get out there and have regular wrestling shows again um, on a regular basis. And we know there are others that might think that this is probably even too soon, but I think we found the right balance here. Safety first, and we can't wait to see fans this coming Saturday. Speaking of Saturday, we want to get right into the card that we have planned we're going to have something very, very unique. Petey, you might be able to shed a little more light on this concept. The Golden Mask, Golden Ticket, Battle Royale. One of the most unique Battle Royals I think we've ever had in the AWF. Well, for different times with COVID, um, you have to be flexible. You have to be constantly changing. And uh, AWF is trying to be, you know, has always been the most flexible company, but it's trying to, it's stretching out, it's doing its DDP yoga. And with this kind of match, shows you its flexibility and its chance for taking something, or for, chance for trying something new, as well as giving an opportunity to someone who might not have an opportunity for, you know, a big main event title match or even being a champion. So the Golden Mask, Golden Ticket, Battle Royal. Say, say that 10 times fast, DJ. Uh, uh, nope. <laughs> uh, it might be a good vocal warm up, but not doing it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If I was ever in fan of the opera, that'd be my go-to. Um, so the rules are this again, we're trying to keep it as safe as possible and as fun as possible to declare our golden mass, golden ticket battle Royal winner. Um, so before each competitor, uh, enters the ring, they must use hand sanitizer. So we'll have a ref right outside the ring. You'll have hand sanitizer available. 
couple of squirts, rub their hands together, and they'll also put on a mask. So you can see their beautiful faces when they come in the ring. Um, they'll put on a mask right afterwards, um, right when they get in the ring. Whenever they're in the ring, they have to have their mask on. The mask falls off, they're DQ'd. It's just the same as getting you know thrown over the top rope. So uh, that's rule number one. Rule number two is there's only four people in the ring at a time. So a lot like one of those old video games like WF Attitude, um, where it didn't have enough graphics to have more than four people in the ring. We're doing the same thing to keep I people safe. think we talked about video games on our first episode, and I remember a time when two guys, you were lucky to have that on an 8-bit system. So, anyway, yeah, so we're, do, we're doing better than Nintendo. We're at Nintendo 64 right now. Okay. Um, it's all, all for safety. So if, uh, you know, if Hillbilly Jim gets tossed over the rope, uh, the next person coming in is Brutus Barber Beefcake, you know. Uh, so we're going to make sure beefcake again, beefcake, yeah. he might, hopefully he's there. <laughs> Maybe he'll be there. Uh, but I won't hold my breath. Uh, so, uh, four people in the ring at a time, uh, and I'll come down to one last person. The one last person in the ring is the gold mask, golden ticket, battle Royal winner. And the winner gets the golden mask. And this gold mask is a lot like, uh, cashing in like a money in the bank, um, where they're able to use this mask as opportunity to cash out any title in AWF. But the caveat is they must be wearing the mask while they cash in. The mask must be on at 100% of the time while they're cashing it in. Cannot wait for that one. A new opportunity, not just to flex our safety muscles here, but to give someone an opportunity at championship gold. So that's going to be interesting to witness this coming Saturday. Also on the card... We've got tag team action. Can't wait for this one. It's going to be NDS, Levy Cruz, Riley Jackson going up against two of the top talents anywhere in Airwolf and Angel Dorado. Top flight. This tag team bout has the possibility to get folks talking all over the wrestling scene. Uh, though I have to be honest with what we've seen from the demeanor of Riley Jackson and Levy Cruz, I'm not entirely sure that they're taking this all too seriously. We were able to get some comments from them earlier on this week in a different sporting arena, shall we say. That might even be a little bit generous. Let's hear from NDS. Man, you know what I miss? What's up? Wrestling, that's what I miss. Bro, I know it's been since March. Yeah. But, but, wrestling's back. AWF returns August 8th in Ellsworth, Wisconsin. At T-Bar, baby. That's an outdoor show, though. Yeah, that's, it is an outdoor show. And I guess it's family-friendly, so I guess that does make sense. Come on, guy. Yeah. But it is an action-packed card. NDS, Riley Jackson, Levy Cruz will be there. JDX will be there. Brandon Gore, Jake Savage. Downtown PD Brown. The Bill, the revolutionary Bill Williams, sorry. Uh, Nick the Natural Nelson, and former WWE star Eugene. And not only them, bro, we can't forget about Airwolf and Al Dorado. Top flight, dude. They're one of the most innovative tag teams out there, independent scene right now. And not only that, but they're also world travel. And not only that, but they are the best known in Minnesota today. Could you imagine NDS versus Top Flight in our comeback match after everything that's been happening? 
Yeah, that's true. I'm getting that now, man. That would that would be a money maker because Top Flight is looked at as the best team in Minnesota, but that's just because they haven't faced NDS Rally Jackson Lightning Cruz yet. I mean, if you think about it, if we get that match for Top Flight, not only would that be a money maker, but if we could stomp past them, which we would, that would literally put our names up there with the best of them. And I think that would really be a party party, man. That could be a pretty good story. Well, man, a successful day of disco. Heck yeah, it was, bro. What's our next move, bro? Just got an invite to a party. You want to go? Would it be NDS without a party, baby? Hey, that's go. my boy. It's Top Flight versus NDS! Now, I've got to say, Petey, uh, when they're talking about party, I have to hearken back to some of the shoot interviews and podcasts I've heard with wrestlers from the 1980s, and I got a feeling party for these two might have a little bit of a different meaning than what party might mean for someone like you. Yeah, uh, and I think that, I think that video is online of them partying somewhere, but uh, they definitely get in some wild hijinks. I think, you know... I have a lot of respect for Riley Jackson, Levy Cruz, but this video, they're, they just re are rebooting it. They just announced it, but they're like the Bill and Ted of AWF in this video. And they're, they they, seem, they're, they're about to go they, on an excellent adventure. It looks like just rather relaxed when they're taking on talent, the caliber of top flight. However, that may play a role into the psychology. And if you are on Hell Dorado, and Airwolf preparing for this match. How do you necessarily prepare for two dudes with this sort of attitude? Yeah, they might even have a time machine like Bill and Ted's. So maybe they already have seen that they've won. So they're just like, yeah, we're, we're good. We're set. But I would not underestimate Top Flight. They're, they're blowing up on Twitter. They're blowing up all around the independent wrestling scenes, wrestling some of the top tag teams that aren't signed right now, even some that are signed. Um, like the North, they, they wrestled uh, earlier, I think either this year or late last year, um, and held their own in the ring with them. Um, I personally worked out with Angel Dorado, and he's put on like at least 20 pounds. This dude has been like huh. idolizing Arnold That's Swanson. an exponential gain in body mass for that youngster. Give or take 10 pounds, but he's put on a lot of weight. This kid's young, so he can still put on a lot of, of the good kind of weight. Um, and he can still do the flips. And his brother is, I mean, he's already a signed superstar. Uh, with major league wrestling so there's not a lot to say he's won championships uh, a lot of different promotions so um, they, they both accepted this challenge because top flight wants to face every single tag team they possibly can to prove they're the most dominant and then in one-on-one -on -one singles action we are going to see former wwe superstar eugene always unpredictable inside that square yeah, inside that squared circle, taking on the revolutionary Bill Williams, the big cat, going one-on-one -on -one with Eugene, potentially in his biggest single match that he has had to this point. He has had some big matches with Eric Cannon, of course, some big tag team matches all over the place with the Renaissance Ricky Norn, but in there with a bona fide legend in Eugene, someone who has trained many of the top names that we've seen come through the ranks of the WWE over the last couple decades. We got this video preview of this bout, courtesy of the revolutionary Bill Williams. Let's take a look.
Now I gotta give the revolutionary Bill Williams some credit there on the merchandising front. There have been a few fellas we've seen come through the wrestling ranks trying to make a dollar or two on keeping everyone safe and stopping the spread of COVID-19 and other respiratory illnesses. Those revolutionary masks. I see Bill Williams wearing one there, but is that going to be enough? That plus that hand sanitizer going to be enough to take on someone like Eugene, who is just world-traveled. And if you remember the last time Eugene was in AWF, he defeated the frontman Jossie, who's one of the top prospects in all of Minnesota. So Eugene still has got it. You know, he might be older than when he was in WWE, but he's still got that great wrestling mind. Um, but Bill Williams defeated Eric Cannon two out of the three times. Maybe it was with, it was with dirty tactics or nefarious uh, methods, but he's, he was able to defeat his trainer. He was able to one up his trainer just a little bit. Just enough. Maybe it wasn't, again, the most fair tactics, but he still won. So Bill Williams is having a hell of a 2020, and if he can continue doing this, if he can knock off Eugene, a former WWE superstar, you know, one of the top trainers in WWE history, I mean, there has to be a title match in the future, right? You'd think so, and you mentioned that match with, uh, or series of matches with Eric Cannon, and that brings us back to an interesting point. This will be six months to the day since the last live AWF event where uh, Bill Williams did indeed defeat Eric Cannon. That was coming to us from the state of Iowa, this time the state of Wisconsin, hopefully back in the homeland of Minnesota. But I digress. Bill Williams, Eugene, going to be a match we don't want to miss this coming Saturday in Ellsworth, Wisconsin. And now, Petey, that brings us to the match that you will be participating in this coming Saturday. Another opportunity for you to go after the AWF Television Championship going one-on-one -on -one with Nick the Natural Nelson. We tried to reach Nick Nelson for his thoughts. Unfortunately, it appears the satellite phones that they have out there in the middle of nowhere in North Dakota not able to give a good enough signal for a program like this. However, we are assured that he will be there. We are assured that he will have backup in his corner in the way of his bodyguard and potentially maybe someone else. Petey, your thoughts going into this championship opportunity for you on Saturday? Yeah, I saw online that uh, he made his two bodyguards, his new bodyguard, AJ Steele, who I actually had some respect for. He was working his tail off trying to get better. That but guy? That guy. He took the easy way out. He saw, he saw the other bodyguard, you know, he wanted to join the entourage of Nick Nelson. And you know how that usually works out? Uh, let's see, who's the last guy? Big Slick Willie? Yeah, that didn't work out too well for Nick Nelson. And uh, I wonder what that guy's doing now. I miss him. Uh, but people eventually wake up to Nick Nelson's BS. I know I have. Ever since I joined AWF, he's been just a pain in my butt. Um, ever since I had, had to deal with the system, which I'm finally done with, and have you seen that dude? He shaved his head. Yeah. What What's the matter with him? Like, you think you could find a match somewhere, hair versus hair, maybe draw a house and get a good solid chunk of the gate, but he just went off the deep end, it looks like. If he wanted to, I would have done hair versus hair. I didn't have a man bun at the time, but I would have <laughs> shaved his hair. That would have been good. I would have enjoyed it. But to get to the point, 
No more system. The reason why I couldn't get my AWF TV title back was because of the system. But also the reason why I lost my general managership was because of the AWF TV title. There's a lot of drama. I feel like it's like The Bachelor, like this TV title and I, we go back and forth. Who Who's going to take the rose? Who, it just, it's, it's, it's a love-hate relationship. But this AWF TV title is something I strive for, something that I really want to make important in AWF. It's a title that when I joined, uh, there was only one title, now there's two. And I want this to be, you know, a title where – gives people opportunities. Uh, I have a great opportunity right now at AWF and I want to be able to give that opportunity to other people. So hopefully um, I can knock off Nick Nelson who always finds a way to cheat and win and get his title back, which I think he's had it for almost eight months now or since, or no, a year. I think he won it last August. Um, he's, no one has defeated him for his title. So I hope to be that man to do that this Saturday. Well, best of luck as you go up against Nick the Natural Nelson, be interested to see what his body shape is like if he's had the opportunity to hit the gym even more. We had seen that upper body development in him over recent years, up to 265 pounds. We'll see. Uh, And then plus with the muscle on the outside of the ring, who knows what that's going to be like. But you brought up some ideas there with reality TV and let's not get too far ahead of ourselves or else maybe Tony Danucci will have other ideas to fill broadcast time as we're not having live wrestling shows on the regular. Anyway, that brings us to our main event coming up this Saturday for the American Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. It's going to be a triple threat match for that title, JDX. The real McCoy, who has so proudly held that title, going up against former AWF heavyweight champion Jacob Savage and one of the top up-and-comers from the Academy School of Pro Wrestling, Brandon Gore, quite accomplished in his right Earlier this week, he held a press conference, not quite entirely sure why I wasn't invited to cover that for this channel, but we were able to get a clip from the Brandon Gore press conference previewing his championship opportunity this Saturday. Let's listen in. Next question. Brandon, this is your first match back since the quarantine started in March. What's your game plan? What's my game plan? My game plan for Saturday, August 8th against JDX and Jacob Savage. Well, first, I'm going to get a fresh-looking haircut. Then I'm going to get a nice tan. Then I'm going to hit the gym and get a good pump. Because if you look good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you wrestle good. And if you wrestle good, they pay good. Then I'm going to walk into that venue and do what Brandon Gore does best. You see, Jacob Savage can say that he's a savage, and the real McCoy, JDX, he can say he's a real McCoy, but I am a legitimate athlete, and a legitimate athlete is better than any of those things both those things could ever wish they could ever, ever be. Actually, I am a legitimate champion, the legitimate champion that AWF so desperately needs. Don't get me wrong, JDX is a great champion. He's being many top contenders, and so is Jacob Savage. But he's the former champion. He's the current champion. It doesn't matter. Their time is done, and it's my time now. I'd love nothing more than to take that championship belt away from JDX and add it to my collection. 
I am current champion of multiple federations. I know what it takes to be at the top. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to take that belt away from JDX. And have my hand raised at the end of the match. My game plan for Saturday, August 8th is to win. And that is legitimate. JDX versus Jacob Savage versus that man, the legitimate athlete, Brandon Gore. Who I have to say a little bit of arrogance coming from him with the comments about haircuts and the comments about the rest of it. I understand, though, that he has accomplished quite a bit and is going to put up one heck of a challenge for JDX. Yeah, Brandon Gore, you know, is very confident, but I think he has every right to be. He was named the legitimate athlete uh, by Sean Navari, one of his coaches at the academy, and he truly is. He's a collegiate athlete, a collegiate wrestler. Uh, he has titles at multiple promotions around the Minnesota area, and he's looking to take the AWF title. And not only that, I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on Jake Savage. Jake Savage, just, just like JDX, Yet put him in top five for one of the most dominant champions in all of AWF history. So you're having two of the most dominant champions in AWF history go against one of the top stars in all of Minnesota who holds titles at other companies and is probably one of their most dominant champions too. So what's going to break? I know Jake Savage has been on uh, tough times since he lost the title to JDX, you know, joining the, the convent with Orn Vite, uh, trying to find any way to win. Now he has his opportunity. All I, all I got to wonder is, I know there's not a new GM, you know, named yet or a commissioner, but whoever is must not want JDX to be champion anymore. Because I don't know how JDX is going to walk out of this. Always a struggle when you're in there up against two competitors when your title is on the line and you don't have that championship advantage. JDX could lose the belt on Saturday without having his shoulders pinned, and that might be a bummer, but that might just be reality for our champion, JDX. And then we can get nostalgic, too, about the championship run that Jacob Savage had back several years ago. And you got to figure, as you said, he's hungry to get back on top. We will see if he has what it takes to get beyond both our champion as well as the legitimate athlete, Brandon Gore. Again, coming up this Saturday, Ellsworth, Wisconsin, Furlong's T-Bar, it's on Highway 10. If you go past it, you'll probably have missed it and need to turn around. You're going to know where you're at right when you get there. Furlong's T-Bar, Highway 10, Ellsworth, the T-Bar takeover getting underway at 7 o'clock sharp. We can't wait to have fans back to spend just a couple hours with us and the AWF superstars. It's been far too long. Like I said, six months since we've had live AWF action, and that's just way too long to go without the superstars of the AWF. And I would just say before we sign off, we're trying to do this as safe as possible, uh, both the in-ring talent, both the management. So please bring a mask. If you're not feeling good, please don't come. This will be a film show, so you will be able to see it. You won't be missing out. Um, and yeah, wear, bring hand sanitizer, and uh, we'll try to keep it as safe as possible uh, with the rest. But if you do that for us, then you definitely won't be a party pooper and you'll definitely be a PD party member. So please, please abide. 
PD, so good to connect with you again. How can folks stay in touch with you beyond your PD Party Videos channel that you got the cheap plug in for earlier? I had to, and I'll do it one more time. I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers, putting out great content every Friday, PD Party Videos, YouTube, uh, on Facebook, um, at Downtown PD Brown. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's Downtown, the letters P and T, Brown. Um, and yeah. Follow my YouTube. That's what I'm really working on. And uh, come to the show, but be safe and wear a mask. Sounds good, PD. We'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you later, DJ. Wear a mask. And that's it for this episode of the Draper Dialogues. Thanking downtown PD Brown for joining us and previewing the card. Coming up on Saturday, August 8th, going to see you in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, the T-Bar Takeover, 7 o'clock. Can't wait to see you there. Again, be sure to subscribe if you're seeing this on YouTube. Be sure to leave us a comment if you're seeing it on Facebook. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast feed. We can get some more listeners on there. Find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and elsewhere. Again, thanks for joining us, and we can't wait to see you on Saturday in Ellsworth with the superstars of the American Wrestling Federation.